Hey, what's, what's up, up bro? bro? Can you hear me? Yeah, loud and clear, man. Oh, sweet. Let's go. Hold on. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. I can hear you loud and clear. Make sure my brightness is up. You know, got to look pretty for the camera now. <laughs> but uh, all seriousness, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the People's Choice. I'm your host, as you guys know, the People's Choice himself, Alvin Peoples. And actually, fun fact for all y'all, Dom is the one who gave me that nickname. So uh, I give Dom a lot of credit, you know, when I make it big, you know, Dom, you know, you definitely getting put on. <laughs> That's all you, bro. Like, I'm just glad that you decided to stick with that name. And it's, it's incredible to see you doing your thing, bro, for real. Oh, man, I appreciate it, man. You know, and I always, you know, give you credit for, you know, really just pushing and believing in me for many years. Because I've talked about wanting to do this since maybe 2015, 16-ish, you know, and yeah. finally doing it. And it's like, man, you know, it's taken off better than I expected. And, you know, I'm just excited, man. I got people from freaking Maine, Connecticut, Texas, Cali, uh, of course, North Carolina, where we're at you know, hit me up about the show. And I'm just like, man, I'm blown away, man. So thank yeah. you for, you know, being a part of it. Also um, for my uh, poll, uh, you know, the black t-shirt one. So, you know. Sure it's fire, bro. I'm so happy that you're wearing it, man. That makes me really happy. <laughs> Appreciate it, man. So Dom, you know, this is really our first time. I mean, you know, we know each other, but this is really our first time for my viewers who uh, probably don't know you, but I'm pretty sure most of them do. But yeah. if you don't mind, just giving a little small introduction to, uh, for yourself. All right, got you. So I am a business owner. I uh, creator and founder of Rise and Shine Lifestyle. Uh, I'm a personal trainer. Uh, I'm a YouTuber. What else? I, I'm currently going to school for physical therapy assistant. Um, I'm an online coach. Um, I'm a, oh, shoot, I'm forgetting. I'm a powerlifter. I'm an 83 kg powerlifter. Uh, and I compete in the USAPL. Um, that's what I can think about at the moment. <laughs> and I'm just the man trying to make an impact in this world and just having fun while doing it. Man, that's amazing. That is amazing. I mean, you know, I had Alfred on the uh, show last episode and, and he does like three professions at one. And then you also, you know, another one who's doing shoot one two three i, I can't even count i mean not <laughs> too, too many things i'm, I'm trying to like dial in on one thing because i don't want to be a jack of all trades and master of none i want to you know uh, per, i want to protect my craft and that's why i'm trying to like dial in and just hit one thing but still you know enjoy and love other stuff but still focus on one thing at a time awesome man definitely i, I understand that completely you got to have that tunnel vision you yeah. know so let's dive into you, man. You know, growing up, you know, you was born in uh, California. You want to speak on, you know, what was it like growing up in California? Yeah, man. I was born and raised in Vallejo, California. Very, very small town. Not a lot of people know about it. But um, fun fact, the rapper E-40 is where I'm from. We're from the same uh, hometown. Hey, Jeff Gordon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> For all my uh, NASCAR lovers, Jeff Gordon is actually from the same town I'm from. So, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's small town, man. I don't even know how many people are in it, but it's like literally 30 minutes away from San Francisco. It's in the Bay Area. And it's just like, uh, I don't know. It's it's where I come from. I consider North Carolina home because this is why I feel like I developed as a person and met incredible people. But where I was born and raised is Vallejo, California. And that's always gonna have a special place in my heart. Roof, man. I understand completely because like me, I was born in uh, Waterbury, Connecticut for yeah. for the ones who don't know. Yeah, that's where I was born. 
uh, lived there till I was 12, then moved to North Carolina and just been here ever since. And, yeah. you know, develop as a young man throughout teenage years and adulthood here. So it's like, you know, I was born there, but I still love Connecticut. Don't get me wrong for all my yeah, yeah. family and friends that's going to be watching. I don't want that hate mail. <laughs> but, uh, you know, North Carolina is home too as well. So and yeah. um, I'm glad, you know, you, you made to North Carolina for one because yeah, we would have never met. Because you go way back, man. You know, yeah. I always look like a brother. Yeah, same here, bro. Like, I moved up here in 2011, and I was 14 years old. So I was in California for a long time. Oh, okay. My life, yeah. So what, what is uh your favorite things to do in, in California, if you can remember, you know, growing, uh, growing up there? Bro, all I did was sports, man. Like, I remember days where me and my grandfather, a.k.a. Pops, uh, we shout would out just pops. go, yeah, shout out pops. We would just go, man, like do football drills, we would do baseball drills. Um, I played a little bit of video games, but I was always just, you know, into uh, sports, man. Like I was always trying to be athletic and improve my craft. And I remember days and hours at a time, we would just go out and practice, whether it was, you know, baseball, football, um, track, anything. My pop was always down to help me get better. And I think that's why I developed a lot of my work ethic was just, um enjoying the process and what it takes to train and to get better at something so that's all I, that's all I really remember was that and like riding bikes and all that stuff you know normal kid stuff that's awesome see like I as long as I know you I didn't even know that you was uh, playing sports out there man that's what's up yeah it was crazy I, I did that like most of my life when I came out of Carolina I was like I want to be different I don't want to be an athlete and I was like what the heck <laughs> <laughs> We saw how that turned out, right? <laughs> right? I'm like, nah, I'm going back to my old ways. Had to. So uh, when you first moved down here and to North Carolina uh, at the age of 14, how different was it? Was it like very, very like, holy crap, I miss California. It's too slow, too quiet. Or was it like, oh, wow, this is actually pretty cool? I think I was more like amazed with uh, just how different life was. I mean, you're thinking we moved across the country. We drove in an RV. We packed up our stuff and went cross country in an RV and we went to like New Mexico, Arizona, and we just went on a whim. It was just me, my grandparents, and my best friend, who I'm still friends with to this day since kindergarten, Matt, Matthew Inorado. He uh, rode with us cross country. And um, when, I, when we first came out here, man, it was quiet, it was peaceful, and the people were incredible. Like, you guys are so, like, that Southern hospitality is real. You guys are so nice. Where I'm in California, people are kind of like, what you looking at? You know, it's like more really, you know, it was it wasn't the Definitely. best environment. So when I came out here, it was tractors, military people. I'm like, what what is this? I was very confused, but I was also excited because I've never seen anything like it. And you know, we was in what Hart County, which mm -hmm. is insane. So like this Shout is such a County. small town. Shout out H Hart mm -hmm. County. <laughs> <laughs> HCO. <laughs> For real. Oh my gosh. Um yeah, it was it was good. It was a complete culture shock, um, but I loved it, man. Like I never took it for granted, and I still don't. Like I still love all my country southern folks. Definitely, man. Definitely, it's just something about that country living. Because you know, I came from the city where everything is fast paced, and then coming here where everything is slow. There's woods. And like military people all over the place. When I was in Connecticut, I don't think I ever met anybody that was in the military. Really? I come, yeah, like I come down here, it's all over. I'm like, what? I'm like, why are you wearing uniforms? I didn't understand it. I thought like I was in a movie. I thought it was like Independence Day with like Will Smith. That's what I felt like. For <laughs> real. Like a little kid. Man, that's awesome, man. So now that you you getting settled in North Carolina, uh, for the viewers that don't know, like what school did you uh, go to? So uh, I went to Western Harlan High School, 
uh, in, in, uh, in Lillington, North Carolina. Went there from 2011 to 2015. And then um, I actually, for people who actually don't know, I went to college for, for about two weeks and then some stuff happened with my scholarship and like I had to come back home, unfortunately. I went to Livingstone College which in which is oh, okay. an HBCU up in Siler City, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was up there. Then I came back and um, I went to community college at Fayetteville Tech once I graduated. Awesome, man. So I know you wasn't there long, but what was Livingstone? Like I had a couple friends that went out there. It was great, man. Uh, it, it was very, it was uh, big on culture and empowering uh, black people as a whole. And I loved it, man. I, I love going there and seeing brilliant, smart brothers and sisters you know um it, it just like set the bar high for this is what it should be like and uh it was good to have like a few role models at that school even though i wasn't there for that long i i still got to take in that college life and uh man it's 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 incredible it was definitely exciting and i, I wish i had that experience but I, i'm definitely thankful for where i'm going and where i'm at right now i wouldn't take it for granted awesome man and it's crazy, you know, you mentioned role models. That was actually going to be one of my next questions. You know, you've always been one of the most positive, like, people I've ever met in my life, man. And I love you for that, man. So, like, who are the people that you looked up to? Who was role models for you that got you to, like, that level? Oh, man. I think, first off, hands down, has to be my pops. Like, he's always been there from, from the start. <laughs> and he's always given me wisdom and told me how it is. And made sure that no matter what I'm doing, to never get, you know, a big head and to stay humble and just do the right thing and be a good person. And he he, he instilled those those uh those traits into me at a young age, and I still hold them uh, to this day. But pops has to be my my number one. Uh, and then when I came up here growing up, uh, you know, um, Matias was a huge role model in my life. As Shout out to Matias. I can't wait to have you on the show. You you know your time's coming. Oh, <laughs> yeah. throw it out there. <laughs> For real. No, but Matias is a huge role model. He actually got me back into the gym. He was someone that was super positive, that set the bar high as far as like, this is what it's like to be yourself, um, to, to do great things, to be smart, to be educated, and to be an athlete. Like he just, he had it all. And when I was hanging around him, I got to soak in all that information and like how he moved. And it was dope because it, it made me look at like, wow, I could be myself and people can like me. I don't have to be a thug. I, I don't have to act cool. I could be myself. And then um, who else? I would have to say definitely you, man. Like you definitely have inspired me a lot. Just with your, 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 your personality, your work ethic, and your charisma, man. You have a way with your words and with people. And I've always admired that too. I appreciate that, man. Yeah. You know, you, you, you motivate me a lot too, man, from just like the things that you've been through and the fact that you are still the most humblest, coolest, most motivated, hardworking person I ever met, man. Like, I mean, that's incredible because, you know, for the viewers that don't know, uh, Dom, he's been through a lot in life. And uh, if you want to touch on that, it's completely up to you, bro. So that yeah. the viewers will understand, you know, I mean, the things you've been through, like it would probably derail anybody and you just continue to just keep your head down, just keep plowing, keep going and keep going. I mean, it's amazing. So if you want to touch on that, bro? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm a big believer in like telling the story, like telling your, your testimony because it's beautiful and it's yours and no one can take that from you. Um, so I lost my father when I was nine years old to leukemia 
And I think that's what really kind of sparked everything and made me grow up at a very young age. And then um, on my 19th birthday, I lost my grandmother who raised me. So I, I wasn't raised by my biological parents. I was raised by my grandparents. Um, so that really hit me hard. And then in 2017, I lost my biological mother. Um, and that, that kind of just like was, I don't know, devastating to say the least. It was something that I never thought I would, you know, see at, at such an age. And uh, it just made me open my eyes to how precious life is. But to, you know, put that all into correlation, um, at nine years old, when my father passed away, he, he, was, doing, he was doing music. And his album was gonna be called Rise and Shine. So I did music with him. And that so pretty much how Rise and Shine started was um it's me finishing his legacy. Like, you know, because he was never able to finish that album, I always like I made a vow to myself as a little kid that if I'm breathing and when I get older and if I'm able to, I'm going to help someone because I know what it feels like to be helpless and not know what to do with someone that you love. So um now here I am, years later, pushing to make an impact and to live by that phrase that means so much to me, which is like showing up every every single day and giving it all you got. And whenever I lost my grandmother and my biological mom, it just meant so much more. Like it wasn't it wasn't ever about me to to begin with, but when when I lost them, it became like my backbone. It was something I, I can always look at and be like, it makes me happy because I know when I say it and when I'm wearing it, it makes me think of them. So um, that's why Rise and Shine is not just like, you know, a positive saying to me, it's, it's my life. It's something that I live by and that I try to promote because it's, it's my family and I want to make them proud every single day with everything that I'm doing. And I just hope that whenever it's my time that I can leave a, like a lasting impact uh, in this world to show, to show everyone that no matter what happens to you, you can keep going and you can use that pain to drive you to do better things and help others along the way. And that's, that's awesome, man. Like, you know, when I think of like my favorite uh, Bible verse, actually I got it tatted on me is uh Philippians 4, 13, uh, you know, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And, you know, honestly, you are extremely like parallel, like with that verse, because you have literally been through so much, but through Christ who strengthens you, you continue to go forward. And yeah. I mean, you've impacted many lives already, bro. So I can imagine when it's all said and done, you know, you are definitely going to uh, leave your mark on many people and not just people, but, you know, Rise and Shine itself, man. Like, I love the, like, the phrase. When you first told me it back in, like, 2013, 12, yeah. we, we go way back, man. When you first told me that, man, I got excited. I was like, whoa, like, that is so cool. Like, I never thought mm -hmm. about that because, I mean, as humans and as people, especially in these times in 2020, it's been a crazy year we can get so caught in a rut and depressed about the things that life throws at us. But like rise and shine is like a constant reminder. Like, you know, no matter what, you know, the, the, the next day is going to show up, you know, the sun is going to rise and you have to really you just that, pick you know? yourself up mm -hmm. and continue just to shine and show your shine to the world. And just, oh, yeah. you know, you could be someone else's shine in their life and their world. So, I mean, it's, it's amazing. It could, means so many things and I just love it man that's why like I say I push it to the to the moon I would love I I can't wait like I speak highly you know one uh Chris Van Vliet shout out to you if you watch this uh he, he inspired me a lot too to get started on podcasts and and he always says vague goals get vague results and I always say I can't wait till rise and shine become big as Nike like I, I'm serious like I really yeah. can't wait for it 
you know, just to show, you know, got my uh, sticker right there on my phone. Oh, bro, I love it. <laughs> I had, to put, had to put that on there, you know, and I always rep it, bro. So you never got to worry about me not pushing it to the moon because I love it to the death. The saying and just on your Facebook. So for viewers, uh, you can find Dominic uh, Rowden on his Facebook. You can just look at his pictures. There's like hundreds of people that will rep, you know, his, his apparel and just the thing. And he made a video actually once that had everyone like, what does Rise and Shine mean to you? And that touched me a lot. You want to speak on those videos and just all the people that have, you know, supported you throughout, you know, the movement really of Rise and Shine. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, it feels like I've been doing this all my life. And it didn't it, like to me, it wasn't something that I chose. It was something that was put onto me. And I think that's why it's deeper and it's bigger than me. And um, I, that's why it's weird for me to say this is a brand because at the end of the day, when I think of Rise and Shine in, in my own way, it's like my pain and my adversity. And then like, I'm putting it out there for the world to see to say, hey, like I'm a normal guy who's went through so much, but, but don't give up because God has a plan for you. And like with him, and if you put your head down and work and, and trust in his ways and where he's gonna take you, he can, he can turn that bad into good. And I feel like uh, I, I'm, I'm no different than anyone else. I struggle with other things. And I, I just want to promote that message that like, it, it is possible. Um, but I think doing all those videos from like, I think I started those in like 20, 2014, 2015. And I would just ask people because I was the first trainer at Triple Life and I would just like put a camera in their face like what is Roger trying to do you and every answer was so organic and it was incredible because sometimes it would be about their life and their struggles it would be about fitness it would be whatever they made it um like whatever they made it to themselves and it was incredible to see how everyone's was different but it all kind of connected as like they wanted to do better or that they overcame this and because of that they're better you know through their pain um and I've I have tons probably I wouldn't say a hundred, but I have like lots of videos of people's responses. And those to me just like cheer me up because when I see them describe what that phrase means to them, it's like we're family. It's like, we, we can come together and be like, we've been through, like we've, we've been through things that should have taken us out, but we, we kept pushing, we kept going, even when all the odds were, you know, counted against us. So um, I actually want to do more of those videos. And I was just thinking like, I, I need to promote that message. I need to tell the world like how everyone uh, can rise and shine in their own way. And I think by you saying that, that's crazy because I was just thinking about that yesterday and how I want to incorporate that more in my uh, in my upcoming videos and content. That, that's that brother connection, man. Yeah, for real. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, because those, those videos are inspiring. I mean, inspiring for real, man. Like, I remember watching it, me and my brother, and I was like, oh, man, look, oh, snap, Dom had me in there real quick. And yeah, and us. Always, you know, and, and I mean, like, it was just amazing. You hearing people's stories. Um, and I love how the beginning of the video, I don't know if you, if you remember it, like, Pops was the one who, like, started off uh, the video. And I mean, Pops, I. Shout out to Pops, man. If you're watching this, man, you you are amazing. You are a great man. He's so much wisdom. <laughs> um, actually, speak on Pops, man. Well, like, cause like your your grandfather has impacted your life tremendously. Mines, Lalo's. I mean, all of our friends we grew yeah. up on that came over to your house and stuff, man. What's some of the best advice he gave to you, or some stories, like right off the head? Off the head man what's crazy is like my pops can talk a lot and i remember being a kid and i would ask him questions and i'd always get more than i asked for i'd be like hey pops 
why do people do bad things? And he would tell me like a whole bunch of facts. And I'm a little kid just sitting there like shaking my head and nodding. Um, but to me, some of my best memories with Pops is this us laughing or us talking, having deep spiritual, you know, intellectual talks about life and what we want to do. And one thing that always uh, reminds me of him is just like that he believes in me and 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 what we're doing you know um i think that makes me so happy to know that you have your family uh pushing you like saying you got this and then also just leading by example i mean he he's a prime example of like being a good father figure and incredible person that gives love to everyone that he encounters to you guys to you know all my friends and family he's just a loving person and um I think just, you know, our talks and us working out, you know, <laughs> working out, doing that stuff as a kid is always something that pops in my head when I first think of him. Definitely, man. Shout out to you, Pops, again. Shout out to Pops, uh, yeah. out to Pops for uh, Dom's 21st birthday. We won't go in detail oh. about that, but uh, <laughs> Pops took care of us. I'll just say that. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> so uh, we touched on uh, Rise and Shine. And uh, one thing that um, people have been hitting me up about, too, is your designs. Like, they love your designs, man. So, like, I had to ask you. Do you come up with these designs or do you partner up with somebody or like how, how do you get these designs started because i mean uh, i mean this is just nice I, you guys gotta see the back i'm like getting up to show you i don't want to mess the camera up. but yeah. <laughs> i mean so touch on touch on the designs of rise and shine like like how does that all get started so um i actually do most of the designs um me and my girlfriend actually do a lot of the stuff together um but i don't have so what will happen is i'll have an idea and then when I go to my screen printer, like I'll either have the design ready and he'll just redo it, or um, I'll be like, hey, I have this idea and he'll piece it together for me. So everything comes off the top, literally like from right here. I've never, um, I, I never thought I'd be making shirts. So when I get these ideas, I'm like, can it happen? And I just put it out there. And sure enough, it's incredible to see that people love it. That to me blows my mind that something that comes from nothing uh, can make an impact in someone's life. So. That's crazy. But no, man, like it's straight off the top. It's it's just uh, winging it, honestly. And I try to do something that I love that embodies what the brand stands for. But without a doubt, it's me um, doing most of the work. And then my girlfriend's always giving me a ton of, uh, you know, advice and like ideas as well. And then, like I said, we just take it to our screen printer and he helps like make that design come to life. Man, that's awesome, man. So that answers one of the uh, questions that was from uh, an anonymous person, but we'll get to the mailbags uh, a little later on because yeah, uh, yeah. you, you know you're a very popular person, so you kind of got a lot. <laughs> so we, we, yeah, man. So yeah. I mean, I got I'm nervous. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> I'm gonna scroll through right now, Adam, bro. It's a lot. <laughs> yeah, but um, you know, because not only that, like from Rise and Shine and your upbringing, bro but like your competition in weightlifting and fitness, yeah. like when did you realize that fitness was like a dream and a goal of yours? Man, I feel like fitness became a dream and a goal in 2012 when I really started getting back into uh, working out. And I mean, if, if anybody knows me, knows me, like was there, you know, I started at 110 pounds, 5'5", five, five, soaking wet. About, about this big. <laughs> yeah, I was not the biggest guy ever. 
Uh, and I'm still not like I'm not meant to be big. Like I'm like small joining, honestly. But uh, man, I think it was a mixture of YouTube, just looking at videos and getting inspired by C.P. Fletcher or like um, Christian Guzman, thing knows that, and then being around athletes like you guys, you Matias and like Zach Ostein, who else? Gartrell, Brandon um, hey. Times, like all them athletes. Mm-hmm. I never take away with them with. We would all push ourselves, and I was like, I love this. I think I fell in love more with working out than I did any sport, you know, like in, in my high school days. And I think I just love that challenge of, like, if I go into the gym, I can leave feeling better. You know, like, I can go in angry, upset, worried. But once I'm under that bar or, or I'm pushing myself, um, I just feel great after those endorphins hit me. And, like, I, I see the progress of the time. I think that's I'm, I'm chasing that progress of getting to become the best person I can be. That's awesome, man. And shout out to uh, C.T. Fletcher, too. That's a guy I looked up to. And actually, man, you actually got to meet C.T. Fletcher uh, before I took a picture with him. Like, was I I don't know if it was at a quick exchange or did you got a chance to, like, pick his brain and talk with him? Any advice, any stories on that that meeting you had with him? Yeah, I met C.T. Fletcher in Houston, Texas in 2017. I think it was in June. Um, It was very quick. He popped up at an event that I was at. Uh, it was the Alphalete Summer Shredding event. Um, I went up there. I was like, I just left. I went in my blue. All the money in my bank account, we go up there. Seriously, we go meet these people. And I was like, man, one day I'm going to meet C.P. Fletcher. I always tell myself that. I'm going to meet him. I'm going to meet him. And I'm like 20 years old. And he walks in the room and I freak out. It's crazy. And then he's like, he's literally exactly what she in the videos. That's how he is in person. He's cussing, but he's the most humble and huge like individual other than that super super sweet guy uh and it was very quick like it wasn't a long exchange i wish i would even talk to him but it was like people were like going up to him all at once so i didn't want to be that person so i just was like hey man can i get a picture and he was like of course and he yeah i never saw him again but that i forget about it because like that's legendary like that is someone that is going to go down in the history books and to be able to say i met him it still blows my mind to this day for, for real, man. Like when you post that picture, I was like, oh, my God, the CCT Fletcher. Like, like I put, you know, like Arnold and then CT is like the guys I looked up to as far as like getting in like shape and fitness. And, you know, it's awesome that you got to meet him, man. Um, now that we're talking about, you know, fitness and stuff, let's jump into your competition. What was your first competition like and how did you place in that? My first competition was. 2016, I think it was the fall festival in November. It was in this town called Denver, North Carolina, which is like close to Charlotte. It's in that same area. Um, I went there. I cut 10 pounds the night before. Don't ever do that. That's really bad. Um, I just signed up. I I was asked about that one. (laughs) That is not fun at all. But I just um, signed up, had no coach, went in there with me and Pop walked in there like, we're going to do something. And we, you know, um, I think I borrowed a singlet, all this stuff. Went up there and I won. <laughs> I won my first meet that I ever did and it got me hooked. I won my weight class and I got best lifter overall. And best lifter is pretty, that's a pretty huge thing because that means you, out of all the competitors that went there, you had um, something that I think it, it was either like your total or the amount of weight you lifted set you apart. And, you know, they only give best lifters to two people, uh, a man and a woman, you know, female and a male lifter. So. I was hooked. I was like, I can do this. I'm meant for this. And I was so excited. And then from there, I've just been gone ever since. 
Definitely, you are definitely meant for it, man, because I've seen you post pictures, uh, videos, medals, man. How many competitions have you competed in? Do you do you know off the head and like how many uh, competitions have you won? Um, I've won a few. I really can't tell you how many I've won because I don't ever really like, yes, you go to the win, but I've kind of gone there for the experience. And while doing this sport, I've been humbled so many times. Like you can have you can start off good. But I had to get humbled time and time again under that weight in the bar to understand that, like, I have so much more to improve on. So I started off good, but I just kind of started to stall um, throughout my career of uh, powerlifting because it's just tough. Like, it is a lot, and the competition gets better, and you either have to step up or you back down. And, you know, I'm not one to quit. So I feel like I've done at least almost 10, if, I, if I'm not mistaken. And I've won, like, a handful of them. And I've always come, like, top three top 10 and all the competitions that I've gone to um but we still got more work to do and uh I'm, I'm just gonna keep getting better awesome man you got a competition coming up uh don't you pretty soon yes November 7th it's uh battle on the border it's where North Carolina and South Carolina lifters go head to head for the title which one is the strongest Carolinas and it's really cool <laughs> Hey, man, we're going to be on tune for that. The people's choice is behind you always, you know. So I, I'm expecting, you know, that first place trophy, you know, holding it up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or, or, or the medal, my bad. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, man. Well, so, uh, Dom, so do you uh, want to dive into these mailbag questions? Yeah, let's get it. I'm ready. All right. So. Well, <laughs> <laughs> what? It's, it's kind of a lot so um and some of these are actually kind of like two-part questions but okay you know we'll dive into it this one comes from um b-rex eight says do you ever miss california and have any plans of moving back one day first of all great question um i miss california as far as like all my families out there like all my close relatives live out there i have no family in North Carolina. fun fact so i'm just kind of out here on my own doing my thing but will I ever move back? No. Like, unless I really have to. Like, like I, I don't want to move back to California. I love it out here. Um, I love to go visit, but I don't want to like, stay out there permanently because it's, one, way too expensive. And, two, it's just so congested. Like, it's full of people. And it, it's, it's, like, not my vibe. Like, right now, I'm currently living in the city, but I don't. I still like my alone time and, you know, to not just be surrounded by a whole bunch of crowds. Awesome, man. Actually, to touch on that, um, now that you're moving to Raleigh, which is, you know, the capital of North Carolina, coming from, you know, small, you know, Harnett County to going to Raleigh, like, has that been a big adjustment for you as well? Oh, yeah, traffic. But it's also been a good adjustment as well because there's so much to do, so many places to go eat. Like, uh, I think it was the right change, too, because it, it kind of reminds me of certain aspects of home, um, which I like. Like, but it also has a mix of like there's still country in there as well so um, i don't know it's i think it's the best of both worlds and i'm really happy to be up here awesome man all right so i got i got um a question from mike it says what workout is your least favorite but very important to do what workout is your least favorite man dang i don't really have i got a list I guess, this long i guess, <laughs> I, guess I, have, like, I don't know like does he mean like as a whole like like, like something know. that you know is like very important like you have to do it but you're like damn it i know this is gonna kill me or oh uh, because we all got our favorites but which one is like yeah. the one you kind of like 
Ah, damn it. <laughs> so I think what's funny is I used to feel that way towards bench. I was like, I'm a bench. I don't like it, but I'm going to do it. And now I love it. So I feel like bench is definitely something that um, you should never neglect because uh, it is good just to get that upper body strength. But, um, yeah, I think it was at a time I didn't like it, but then I had to change my perception and my mindset towards that lift to uh, for me to get better at it. I had to look at it like, okay, I can do this, and let me treat this as I would legs or let me treat this as I would a deadlift. And once I did that, things started to pick up and to change. So I think at first that was probably one of my least favorites, but it's something that you I would recommend to definitely do if you're going to start doing the big three. Wow, man, that that's actually uh, surprising me because benching was always my favorite. To be honest, yeah. man, we used to, I used, I remember back at Western Men in the weight room or even at Bird when I was there, and we'd be like, "Oh yes, it's bench day. Yes, we can't wait to max out." And like Tuesdays was always leg day. We're just like, "Oh, I love legs, man." <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you, yeah, you love. Oh, I can't stand leg day. I'm like, I oh, love legs. <laughs> So uh, we got um, Chris here. Now, Chris' question is, he says, I used to do weightlifting back in high school and thought about doing some powerlifting competitions myself, but I don't know how to get started. What would you recommend? First thing I would say is to get a coach, get someone that can guide you in the right direction um, towards your goals and to you know make sure when you do sign up for a meet that everything's covered. Um, some of the things I see a lot of, like a lot of new lifters do is that they go in like cold turkey, no coach, which is fine, but it's also a lot more stressful when you don't have someone who's been there and done that before with more experience to kind of guide you and make sure you are one safe, that two, you're going to you know progress and that everything, like all your numbers are taken care of. So, and plus having that like uh, coach's eye or like someone else looking at your videos or your form helps you um, stay accountable or keeps you accountable and make sure that you are, you know, doing everything um, to the T, like as far as form. So I would say get a coach, um, don't water cut. So like, don't cut any weight going into a meet, make sure you eat food, you go in there, lift and have fun at whatever body weight you normally sit at. And um, that's pretty much it, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. And uh, that's, that's funny you talk about coaching and stuff because it actually slipped my mind. That was one of the uh, questions I wanted to ask you was um, as far as, you know, being a personal trainer and you have to deal with clients, some that's probably at the highest peak of like fitness than some that has probably never lifted a weight or even worked out in their life. What are the biggest things that you like have to like go through from the most fit to like the one that's not the most fit? Like what's like the biggest challenge I mean? Uh, I think the biggest challenge is like um, knowing when to push and like knowing when to hold back because sometimes everyone's different. You got to read people's personalities and you can't treat everyone the same. And um, your your intentions have to be right. Like you can't be doing things for money because it will show. And you have to be a student of the game. So with whether you have the most strongest athlete in the world or you have a beginner, you got to treat them, you know, the same but different. You got to make sure that um, that their goals and their needs are being met while also you're not, you know, breaking that professionalism where you're becoming more of a friend than you are like a business relationship. So I think that's the biggest thing is just like reading people's personalities and making sure you find out what works for them because in the fitness journey, everyone's different um, and you can't give any cookie cutter programs or advice to someone. Awesome, man. That's awesome advice, man. 
All right, so I got this one. This question comes from Emily. She says, I've been following you for years and you are super positive and truly a nice guy. Do you have any plans one day to travel around to do motivational speeches to like schools and events? Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> funny, funny fact. So when I was a little kid, I had a speech impediment and I stuttered a lot. So uh, sometimes when I get excited or when I'm, my mind's going at 100 miles per hour, I'll stutter. And I feel like that was always like a little insecurity thing that I had. Um, but I always like admired motivational speakers. And I've always been like, I want to do that one day. Um, I don't know, maybe I would love to travel. And if I had the opportunity to speak to uh, young, young adults or athletes, I would love to. Um, I don't know. I think that's something to definitely think about. I would definitely appreciate that. But if it doesn't happen, I'm okay because I know with where, like what we're doing on YouTube is going to reach thousands of people on a, on a different platform. So both in person and like online, I'm definitely trying to do one day. Yeah, for sure. Awesome, man. Because like I was going to say, just your, your YouTube videos, I mean, those are uh, inspirational. Your, Insta your Instagram videos as well. You can follow uh, Dom on Instagram as well. Uh, oh, yeah. For all the, the listeners or viewers, however you watch the People's Choice podcast. But then, uh, yeah, I can't wait to see you uh, travel, you know, because I, I have a feeling that's going to happen, man, because you have an amazing story, an amazing journey that not just me, but many people have a really could relate to or if we can't relate to it we could be like man this guy got through it so i know i can get through it or yeah. anything you know and uh i think, to, I uh, think that's a big oh, thing yeah. though too but i was gonna say bro i'm sorry i was say I, I said i think that's the biggest thing with like anyone being like a speaker or like someone that's in leadership is that you have to be relatable like how can you lead someone if no one can look at you and be like oh I, i'm going through that too so i think that's why it's good to put out your your dirty laundry and and things that you struggle with because someone can look at you and be like, that's right. Like, dang, I didn't know you struggled with that too. So um, I think that's what society and the world gets confused with is like you having to be perfect. That's not real. And, you know, we're all about being real over here, right? We're about that. All about that. <laughs> but being authentic. Definitely, man. All right. So I got another question. This one comes from Bruce. He says, living in North Carolina most of your life, did you ever think about joining the military? Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> yes, I did. I was like, I think I was in ROTC in high school and I was like, this is nice. I could do this. Um, and then I thought about it, but all my friends did that. And I was like, man, to be honest, I'm a very passionate person. Man. I'm like, I'm an all-in type of dude. So if I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna be like full military out. But I knew that's not what my heart was, that I could do it. But I would really just kind of be doing it because I was afraid of not making, you know, chasing my own dreams. So that's why I didn't go for it. But I respect and I admire anyone that has chosen that career because it is very impactful. And, you know, if it's worked for you, great, you know. But for me, it was something that I knew I could do, but I just wouldn't enjoy it. So, um, but, you know, who knows? Yeah, yeah. Never too late, right? <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe. All right. All right. I got uh, this one's from Matthew. It says, uh, what foods do you eat when you're trying to gain weight for a competition? And what foods do you stay away when you're trying to cut for a competition? Oh, man. Foods that I stay away from, you know, like the normal, like sugars and sweets. Um, My weakness. <laughs> 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 like calories, um, like being like fried or anything like that. So with me, like I try not to eat out as much. 
because when you eat out, regardless of if it's like healthy or not, you don't know how many calories you're consuming. So when you want to lose weight, you need to consume less calories. When you want to gain weight, you need to eat more. So um, I do if it fits your macros. So which, what that means is like I track on my food, like I weigh it out and I try to get home. So I try to get like right now I'm eating 190 grams of protein um, for, like in a day. And then I'm eating about 170 to 200 grams of carbs and about 50 grams of fat. And when I'm bulking, I'm usually eating like 300 to 400 grams of carbs, 220 grams of protein. My fats stay about the same. So um, I just try not to eat like McDonald's or Burger King or like that. But I'll give myself like a cheat meal, which is like either sushi, hibachi, or like Mexican food sometimes. But um, my, my biggest thing is don't ever deprive yourself if you don't have to. You know, like make sure you have a healthy relationship with food and know that food is good. You need it. <laughs> and carbs are good. So, but um, yeah, I don't really cut that much stuff out. Like I just tend to like eat less when I'm cutting weight and eat more. Yeah, and that's to piggyback off that um, question. Cause that's like one of my biggest weaknesses is actually the food. Like I have like a crazy work ethic. I mean, you know it, but like, and I wish you could have played football at me or just, you know, weightlifting back when I was in my prime before the injuries and stuff, because man, I was like tunnel focused, like, nothing was going to stop me basically in, in my head. And I, and I show that, you know, but like when it came to freaking eating though, uh, food was my weakness, man. Like I could work out like a madman, but then I'm like driving. Hmm. What's that? They promoting a double bacon cheese. What? Um, Let me go. Screw it. Let me go drive it. So like, <laughs> um, to, to piggyback off, piggyback off Matthew's uh, question though, it's, that's always been a challenge of me was the food because like yeah. i don't mind putting in the work but like you know you've told me before and uh, other people as well it doesn't matter how much you know weight you're moving or you know what you're doing outside or if your nutrition's off you're not going to really see results exactly and it's the hardest part man it's it's 90 percent nutrition 10 percent working out <laughs> amen for real for real uh, I got a question from Clay. He says, do you have any daily routines? And if you do, what is it? Daily routines. Um, I love to, like in the morning, I like to kind of take time to, you know, either drink coffee or some water, eat breakfast. And I love listening to like a sermon or a podcast. Most time it's a sermon, you know, shout out to uh, Pastor Michael Todd or Stephen yes. Furtick. I used to listen to those to get wisdom or to get, um, you know, my faith started for that day. And uh, like, that's my go-to routine every single day. And then usually I'll like check on clients. Um, I'll meditate if I can to kind of get my, myself relaxed and to release any tension that I may have, you know, woken up to. And, um, and then I try to, you know, um, say something to my girlfriend or like leave words of affirmation for that day to myself and to, to the people around me. That's awesome, man especially the motor, uh, uh, meditation. I've been actually been getting into that a little bit and uh, it, it helps, you know, because the world can throw so much at you. And uh, actually to speak on that, let's talk about, you know, 2020 has been a crazy up and down year for I think many people. Uh, yeah. How has 2020 impacted you um, with your journey, no matter if it's from fitness competitions, uh, rise and shine the brand like how has 2020 impacted you 2020 has been rough but it's also been a blessing in disguise 
in my opinion, you know. Um, it's very scary, the unknown and the risks that are out here at the moment. But I felt like it was kind of a reset that we all needed, you know. Like I feel like the world, and especially me, I was going at like a thousand percent all the time, just going, going, going. And I was like living a life that I thought I should live, but not really appreciating what I have as far as like my family, what I'm doing. And it just made everything go on, on hold. So I'm actually very thankful for that reset and that time just to relax and focus on, on other things than like my career. Um, but for the most part, it's been challenging, but we've, me and my amazing girlfriend and my family, we, we've made it through it so far. And I think it was a true test of like, can we stick together through this? Because the world stops. Like if we can't get through this, you know, it, it, it could have led into other stuff, but, but we pushed through and we made it happen and we were able to get a lot of good things out of uh, a very crappy situation. Definitely, man. And a uh, shout out to your girlfriend, Becca. You mentioned her a couple times here. Uh, you can actually follow her too. She's actually in the fitness industry uh, as well. Yeah. Did uh, you kind of push her into that or did you guys meet through like the fitness industry? Like how did that uh, happen? If you don't so mind. We actually had to Oh, no, no, I'm all good. We met through mutual friends and she was actually already doing what she's doing now as far as like being a powerlifter. Um, but yeah, we met about two and a half years ago and uh, haven't changed since. Like it kind of just clicked at first and we've just been going strong ever since. But yeah. <laughs> awesome, man. That's awesome. All right, got a uh, question. It says, uh, I think you probably touched on it, but uh, this one comes from Adam. He says, what keeps you motivated, especially during hard times? What keeps me motivated in hard times? It's probably like the pain and the things that I've endured through my life. Like I, I tend to look at that and be like, okay, I've been through some hard stuff, so this isn't anything new. So anytime that I, I feel like, you know, the weight's getting heavy on my shoulder as far as like life and just everything like that, I tend to just remind myself of, you know, God is great and that he wouldn't put me in through something that I can't handle and you know that I was built for this like I I can do this and I have too many people that I can't let down definitely man definitely and I got this one comes from Erica she says hey Dom I love your rise and shine uh, merch I have dreamed to start my own women's fitness line one day but I'm a little scared to do it and well she's mostly scared of failing she says so what are the key things to starting your own uh, fitness brand if you don't, well, sorry, I'm messing that up. <laughs> um, what is your key of uh, starting your own fitness brand, but like beginning past that um, failure point, like in your mind? It's just embracing it. There's no perfect time to start anything, whether it's a business, a clothing brand, a podcast, there's no wrong time. Like you got to do it. And if you're afraid to fail, you know, you got to, you got to turn that upside down and be like, well, failure is a part of the journey. And, you know, if you, you have to accept that and just think of it like this failure is just one way that didn't work. It doesn't mean you're not meant for it. It just means that you're progressing. Like anyone that starts off, you're not going to be like the best to ever do it. It just takes time. Um, like if you go back to like, Alvin's going to look back at these and be like, wow, I can't believe I used to do podcasts like that because he's going to keep growing and growing but he had to start. Once he started, then he can progress. Same thing with me, like in my apparel, like if I look back, I'm like, I made sure people were buying those 
but it had to start somewhere and then we, over time it's progressed it's gotten better so don't be afraid to fail go out there um, make sure you you have a good mission statement and that people don't buy into the brand they buy into you so you got to make sure that you recognize that you are the face of your brand whether or not you like it and so how you move how you act people are going to look at that and like you have to make yourself different like what makes me like different people can go buy nike all day but why would they want to buy into me so ask you ask yourself those questions and make sure that you don't lose sight of your goal and your dreams for that company is my biggest uh bits of advice for you and just do it you got my support i love when people send me um pictures or when they come up when they come to me with their businesses because i want to buy into you because i believe you and i was once at your at your level and i still am you know i don't ever think i'm above anyone i'm just slowly chipping away that's all man that's some great advice bro it really is especially you know I, i'm actually going to take that now as consideration because you know you, you people buy into you not the brand you know because right. i mean people's choice you know like we me starting this podcast off it's really for the people by the people questions you know that's why we really want to get people involved because I don't know about you, you know, you listen to podcasts a lot too, and oh, just yeah. interviews. And sometimes, like you listen to like the uh, the interviewer, and you're like, man, actually, I wish he would have he would have asked that, or man, I would have came with a better question, you know. So that's why I took that from like how I was basically feeling from like all these other podcasts I'm listening to. Like, man, I wish they would took my dang input or whatever. So yeah. now I'm like, well, let's get my people involved. Let's get. So that's why I make a vow to try to answer every email. Uh, thank you for everyone who has uh, sent emails too. Oh, yeah. uh, we still got some more uh, questions. Got a few more. Hey, this is a lot of questions, bro. This made me bro, happy. I, <laughs> I'm telling you, man, you're you are a popular person. You've impacted many lives, man. This one uh, comes from Jeremy. He says, what's your favorite workout to do? Well, he says, what's your favorite workout uh, to do? The one you always look forward to doing. Legs. I love the squat. I love the squat and deadlift. That is my favorite um i don't know what it is like it's that adrenaline of having something on your back and like you have to stand up with it, it just makes me be like oh like, i get so hyped thinking about that and like deadlift deadlift to me is like one of the most easy but very technical lift if you break it down and it, it is it, it's incredible to see when someone can you know pick weight off the floor like effortlessly so um yeah squatting dead is by far my favorite and I know that's not like what, what a normal bro would say, but that's over here. We like to squat, you know? And, and girls like big legs, too. Don't need to twist hey, Okay. Oh, it's hit leg day. Because your girl might be like, ooh, you caked up today. I'm like, oh. It's like, <laughs> okay. Hey, shout out to leg day, man. I, I actually, oh, um, I'm sore as heck right now. I, I did some legs today. I squatted because for my viewers, that some of you um, follow me and stuff um you know i got back into the gym for the first time since january of like 2019 uh fresh off a back injury and stuff but man it feels great but man i did deadlifts i did squats and i can't feel my legs as we speak because <laughs> i because i had started having flashbacks of like old elvin and realized whoa i'm not there no more <laughs> but uh legs is very important yeah Definitely, man. All right. This question comes from Tommy. He says, I can tell you're a man of faith from all the stuff that you share on social media. How did you get a relationship with God? Was you grow up in a church or did you discover him uh, years later into your life? Wow. That's an incredible 
question. I just can't believe people are asking these things. It makes me very happy. Like I'm just overwhelmed and thank you, Tommy, as well. And thank you to everyone else. I, I'm sorry if I haven't said that. Um, so I was like kind of as a kid, I was always taking the church, but you know, it was just something that my family did. You know, I didn't really ask questions. Like I think I grew up going to like being a Christian. Um, but I don't think I really got close with God until I lost like my father, my grandmother. And then like, it really hit me when I lost my mother in 2017, where like, I just needed God. Like I didn't have anything else. Like I was like, what does it all mean? Um, but like I, I was born or not, I was raised in church kind of growing up, but I took it upon myself to learn who God is and what, what he's about and to understand like, okay, I'll, I need to figure this out. And I, I used to feel like if, if you do something wrong, God's mad at you. If you, if you, you know, sin, God's mad at you. But like, the more I listen to these sermons and the more I educate myself on um, God himself or in, in just having faith, it's like, everything's forgiven. We're, we're forgiven ultimately. And that God loves us and he wants that relationship. And there's been so many things that that's happened into my life and just that I can't explain except it being God looking out for me and having guard, guardian angels like the people I've met, Alvin, my girlfriend, like there's so many things that I couldn't, even if I wanted to, and if I tried my hardest, I couldn't do it on my own. I couldn't make it align just the way it, it has been. Um, so I felt like I was always given signs. And as a kid, I felt like I was meant for something. And that's not in like a selfish way, but it's like, I felt like I wasn't supposed to come here, make some money, have some kids and die. Like I was supposed to um, fulfill the purpose that was set inside my heart. And when I got older, I started to understand like, this is what all this means and that everything that I went through and uh, grew up doing led me to where God wanted me to go to um, fulfill his mission he has for me. So I don't know. That's how I look at it. I try not to, I'm not one to push re religion on the people because I feel like that is everyone's own journey and pace, but I'm not afraid to like share the gospel and just say that God is good. And you know, you, Alvin, all of us, we're like living testimonies of how good he is. And um, yeah, I, I'm just, I, it's something that I had to grow into for sure. That's, that, that's like how to break it down. It's <laughs> awesome, man. That, that's so true. Cause man, we've both been through some, some tests in our life and, you know, all the glory to God again us out of that mud that we were in and funk like most people uh, probably know I've dealt with depression for a very long time. And uh, it's actually, it's, I mean, it's an everyday battle really with me just from the life that I've, uh, that I've had and stuff. And, and same for you, man. I mean, and yet, you know, God just continues to bless us and put people in our lives to get us out of that. And I'm just happy that I can be a part of your life to help motivate you and keep you going. And you look at me like that. And I look at you the same way, man. So, yeah, man. you know, thank you. And shout out to Tommy, man. That was a great question. That was really a really good question, question, man. And it's crazy because I don't talk about that as much. Like, I do. I'm not afraid to. But I try to keep that more, like, with the close personal people that I'm around. Because, you know, I, I'm not one to offend anybody. But I'm also not afraid to speak my mind as well. Definitely. And this one comes from Skylar. She says, "Do you did you ever have any injuries while training for a competition or just training in general?" Yes, yes, yes. I have. I've had tons of injuries, Ooh. and I think it's pretty easy to not to look at the highlight reel that we kind of show on social media. Like, yeah, I'm doing this. I'm lifting that. 
but not knowing like going home and you're like can barely walk or you know your knees hurt um I feel like the most severe thing I've had was like I messed up my back in 2017 but I, I went to rehab got work done and I was able to you know bounce back from it but other than that it's been like minor aches and pains like uh knees have gotten bad to where like I couldn't like you know squat or walk for a while because they hurt so bad I dislocated my shoulder um not not recently like years ago in like 2012 when I was working out in my garage with pops so like I've had little nagging pains and injuries but nothing that I allowed myself to think that I couldn't come back from and that's the biggest thing with like pain is pain is real but also if you believe it like whatever you tell your mind your body's going to follow so if you're saying I'm in pain, I'm in pain, you're, you're always going to be in pain. But if you say like, okay, this hurts, but I can get through this and I'll, I'm going to recover from it, then your body's going to start to do what it's made to do, which is to heal. So um, yeah, I've definitely dealt with a lot of things. And uh, yeah, I think it's really dope that she asked that because uh, like we, we should all embrace like the journey and it's not easy, but if it was easy, you know, it wouldn't be worth it. Man, that's a great way of looking at it too. Cause boy, I got a. Uh, I, I don't know if you remember. I was looking at this old picture of us. I was debating on uh, using it for the collage uh, <laughs> back in 2016 when uh, you was first starting off the uh, uh, being a personal trainer. I was gonna be your first client. Yeah, when we just like yeah, man. And um, I remember that day vividly. Like we was at Fit for Life and we was working out. But I mean. You took care of me, man. You were like, hey, Al, so uh, what's your injuries that you've had or that you're currently facing? And I think I gave you a rap sheet about this freaking long. <laughs> and you were just like, oh, all right, we, we'll get through this, man. We, we got to adjust. So, I mean, that that's awesome. And I, I never even looked at it like that. You know, like, like a lot of times it's me or athletes all over the world where they're like, man, this hurts. Like, I'm in so much pain. But when you think of it like, man, I'm in pain, but yeah, I'm going to get through this. That's some great advice that I'm going to live by from now on. And I hope most of my viewers will too. Exactly. Like, like how, how can Kobe come back from messing up his Achilles like twice? You know, like how can, how can um, football players come back from a concussion and broken ribs? Like you have to just believe you can get through it and take the, take the steps necessary to getting better and rehabbing from that. Uh, just, just don't dwell in that pain. Cause, but it's real. Don't get it twisted. That pain is real, um, mm -hmm. but you talk about how you deal with it. Definitely, man. And this question comes from Alvin. What's really? next? Yeah, for me. Yep. <laughs> What's next for Dom? What goals are you uh, setting up for yourself right now, man? Goals for myself uh, is I. I don't want to be a person or a man that seems successful. Uh, to others but is losing at home so that's my biggest goal is to um, spend time with the people that I care about to live a life and not just live for a life you know um, and just to keep making rise and shine grow in the right way to never lose sight of like where we came from uh, to keep creating content and hopefully people love it just enjoying every moment, like everything, the good, the bad, the ugly. Like I want to uh, tackle that head on and know that like, you know, everything is is purposely placed for, for good. And yeah, I think I just want to keep doing what I'm doing day by day and keep pushing. Awesome. And also get, get educated, get my career going. And yeah. Yeah, man, how, how, uh, how much longer you got uh, with that? 
So I have to get accepted into the program. So I, I gotta apply. I think I gotta wait till the spring. And then I think it's like a year of just like clinical rotations and all that stuff. And then we in there like somewhere. Hey. <laughs> 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 so uh bro uh, before we uh wrap things up and uh do you got any uh shout outs you want to give to anybody uh any links you want to uh shout out or how where people can find you reach you follow you on your amazing journey okay got you first of all shout out to the people's choice alvin people's the goat uh thank you so much for having me on to your podcast man it is an honor i love you brother you are incredible and just keep doing amazing things um, you're gonna go so far, and I'm really happy to see you you um, thriving in what you're what you love to do. Uh, shout out to my girlfriend Becca Dyson, I love you, boo. Um, uh, shout out to Pops. Shout out to my shout out to Matthias Brown for being the goat and helping me out when I first started. Shout out to my yes. to my brothers uh, Lalo, Lalo Mars, uh, Aaron Woods, Jamal Worcester, and Charlie Holder. Man, thank you guys so much for believing in me and pushing me to do better every single day. Uh, you guys can find me on Instagram at Mr. Rise and Shine, YouTube, Rise and Shine Lifestyle, Facebook, Dominic M. Rowden. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much all I'm really on. Like, let's see. Yeah, and just keep up with me. Follow me on my journey. Um, Instagram for all the apparel. It is going to be official Rise and Shine Lifestyle. And uh, yeah, thank you guys so much for all the amazing questions. Stay tuned because we got a lot of stuff coming. And uh, thank you for just believing in me. And I love you guys. Thank you, man. I'm excited for the future, bro. Thank you for being on the show again. Have a great day, great night, great future, man. You know, we just gonna we're just gonna you know pawn so much just positivity, blessings, bad goals, get back results. Like Chris Van Vliet say, man. Shout out yeah. to you again. Um, always, man. You're like a brother to me. Um, mm -hmm. I'm glad that people could finally, you know, for the ones that don't know, you know, could see you know, the impact that you have on not just my life, but many others. I mean, it's going to reach plenty of people, man. And thank you again for just being a part of this. Hey, man. Thank you, bro. I hope you have a great day. And I can't wait to see the podcast on all platforms. <laughs> Definitely, man. <laughs> Take care, brother. Take care, man.